Hello, everyone, and welcome to another uh, podcast here. Um, currently, I've been taking this little journey around what I call the virtual campfire. And uh, it's kind of funny. I, I think about, you know, the campfires and dreams and, and these podcasts are really stories and conversations that I have with people that I've met or um, just have great experiences with. Um, and today I am lucky to be, you know, kind of sitting around this virtual campfire um, with the one and one only Nico Basketball. So Nico, hello. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Mark, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so uh, Nico, what's kind of funny is, you know, like I'm Marco PT to a lot of people, you're Nico basketball. Uh, people come here with multiple names. Um, and I, and I see, but they become synonymous with the area that they work in. Mm -hmm. And in, in several of the, the conversations I've had, we almost, we, we appreciate that because that helps us identify <laughs> the area that you work with. But we don't want to restrict, you know, people, you know, to just Nico basketball because we know that you are so much more than that. And hopefully this will be a great opportunity for staff um, that are working within the athletics department um, to get to know a little bit more about you and the experiences you've had um, and uh, sharing some of those stories. So are you ready for that? Absolutely. Uh, open book over <laughs> here. So I have no nothing to hide. So perfectly fine with that at all. Fantastic. Fantastic. So. Um, one of the questions I came up with was I really wanted to know is what what has basketball done for you? Not as in like basketball owes you something, but you chose a path um, in life that allowed you um, to perform and, and find experiences with basketball. How, you know, what do you see as the benefits of taking up that sport, uh, including obviously camp in that, but did it, you know, what are, what are these like sort of when people say, I want to come and coach basketball, I want to come and coach like football. There's, there's something that I love about it. What's the, what's the benefit in someone pursuing um, activities like that or, or pushing it to the next level and really getting good at something? Well, for me, basketball changed my life. It's been the most impactful thing on me, I think, outside of my family. Um, basketball has allowed me to travel. Uh, basketball has granted me college scholarships where I was able to go through school and finish school and be able to be in a position where I can be successful. Now basketball is my life. I coach basketball here in New York City. I work as an athletic director and work basketball here at camp is my full-time job. Like it all full circle when they tell you it sounds cliche. Like if you have a dream, you could believe in it. When I first started playing basketball after college, I went to Dominican Republic and played professional for two years. When I came home, I was offered to play for the Long Island Nets, which is a home team here, which was a blessing for myself. You know, being able to reach that point and push myself to that pinnacle. Unfortunately, I didn't make it that far, but most people don't even get that opportunity, right? So basketball's allowed me to meet so many diverse, wonderful people that I've met in my life from camp, from just being able to travel all over the world and see different places, meeting people and keeping in touch. My network, my circle is huge, and I can't be more thankful for that. You know, it's a sport, but I, at the end of the day now, it's more of a lifestyle for me. And the things, the people that I've been able to meet and touch and reach without this sport, you know, I wouldn't have that blessing or opportunity any other time. Amazing. Amazing. And, you know, I almost it's like when people say follow your follow your your heart, you know, what's your folly? What's what, what is your keen and interest? Um, similar story, you know, for me is climbing. I got into climbing and here I am at camp 
you know, working through the outdoor adventure program and meeting people and, 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 and having these experiences and to the degree, and may I say, Nico, you're an amazing basketball coach, amazing basketball player. And I love how you said, I, I, I maybe didn't get to the pinnacle career level, right? So, but there's only so many spots. Does that mean that what you're doing doesn't bring value? You know, does, uh, of course not, right? Like, and I think that's where in, in a world today of, of social media influencers and, and seeing all this happening, can you maybe help speak to the people that are coming to camp where we've disconnected that we're putting kids on courts that don't know how to play ball? You're introducing uh, to kids who love ball um, personalized instruction to get their game to the next level so they can compete. You know, there's just such a variety. So even, you know, like you, you yourself said is I was able to play and experience and have all this and I wouldn't change it. Even if I didn't make the NBA, mm -hmm. right. You know, I, I still played very professionally and picked up these skills. And now I'm sharing that, you know, how do you help staff understand that, you know, and what that's like? 100%. in the daily life of a athletic specialist 100 percent. so my journey at camp started in 2019 and i'm i'm not really an outdoorsy person so it's like i like to be outside on vacation but when i'm home i like to hang out with my friends i'm a very easygoing guy when i got to camp i was like all right i'll do one year this isn't really my ideal fit but i knew a couple people there from the eisenbergs yeah. so i was like all right i'll make this work i'll have a good time but as you get to camp you realize even though it's something outside of your ordinary sometimes you have to get out of your comfort zone and i got to camp and i had a fond appreciation with how people treated me you know i told you i like to travel and i've been blessed with that through basketball so the people you meet there from everywhere from ireland from england from scotland from you know australia to colorado where you're from you just meet such a great diverse group of people you build relationships you build friendships and then me, my biggest thing in life is, even though, like I told you, I didn't make it to the pinnacle, it's to other people's view. I feel like I still at the pinnacle. I'm doing what I love for a living. I'm, I'm doing basketball for a living in both of my jobs. So for me, I, I, I'm still at that mountaintop, you know? So to be able to pass that fire, that knowledge, that passion onto the kids, let the kids know what course I took to get to that point and how hard, even though it looked easy for me, how hard it took to get to that point. And now pushing them and showing them what it takes to get to that point rather than, you know, just talking about it. Now you you get to see for yourself what it takes. And if you really want it, you put the effort in too. not just talking about it. You got to be about it as well. So being able to get there at camp, instill that in the kids, but still be fun, loving, you know, having a great time with them, showing them that you're still a kid also. Like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm an adult, but. I'm still not much much older than you to that point where we can still hang out, have fun, <laughs> be able to do things together and exactly. enjoy that time. Camp is a wonderful experience. So for those who are coming, who've been here before, welcome back. Have a wonderful time. And the ones coming for the first time, just make the most of it. You know, put your all into it. The kids don't have their phones. We don't have their phones. So the most you can do is just give them all of you. And when you give all of you, you get the same in return. It'll be the best summer you ever had. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, just, just, Quote that, put it in the manual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you nailed it right on the head. Uh, Nico, when you also, I, I, when we talk about all these things and we're talking, how do we prep staff? How do we welcome them? And you know, just so staff know, they're like, our staff at IHC, we want them to, to see the videos and, and hear information and, and meet us. And we want them to fill out an online assessment. And one of the questions that you wanted to make sure 
that was on there that wasn't necessarily just technical skills. That wasn't, it was about sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there's someone that I aspire to always be is your balance, your equilibrium, the joy that you bring to the camp, but putting that sportsmanship at the pinnacle, work hard, play hard, but don't, don't play dirty, you know, Mm -hmm. um, be a good sportsman where, you know, where does that come from? And, you know, you, when you put that on there, I was like, man, this must be true, you know, to his heart because he lives that aspect at camp. And it's not everyone's, not everyone's thinking that, right. Because Mm -hmm. of of the push and the rise and I got to be the best, you know, and, and at IC, we're basically saying be better, right. Mm -hmm. Be better than you were on day one when, when you leave on day, you know, 49 or whatever it is. So can you maybe speak to us about kind of your view and, and why sportsmanship is probably one of the bigger, you know, pieces of what you just talked about. A hundred percent. Uh, I started off as a, you know, a development guy, as you said, my family is from Barbados. So when I first came, when I first was in America, I played cricket, I played soccer. you slowly start to realize not many people. Love play. it. Just so we can pause there. Those who don't know cricket, <laughs> what a game, right? Yeah. So like <laughs> so. when you, when you're here in America, not everybody plays cricket, not everybody plays soccer. So yeah. basketball, you pick up fast. I was a very sore loser because I didn't like to lose when I was younger. So I was a sore loser because everyone's beating me and, you know, you want to win, threat of competition. As I got better and better and better, and you you remember those feelings of being a sore loser, I was a sore winner. You know, people forget you could be a sore winner as well. So yeah, it was went from sore loser to sore winner as I gradually got better. And when I got older and became a coach, I'm, I kind of looked back and was like, you know what? Not everybody reaches this point. You've got to be humble. So sportsmanship goes a long way. You can win, you can lose, but you can't get high, you can't get low because there's going to be days where, you know, that you have it going and there's going to be days you don't. So at the end of the day, you yeah. got to reflect on that, remember that, and just be true to yourself and true to everybody around you. you got to be an example. So let the kids know, like, winning is great. Losing stinks, but at the end of the day, you can't control either. you got to give it your all and be happy with the result, and that's what a good sportsman is all about, you know, because if your effort is there and you're true to yourself and you're good for your teammates and you're being a leader – Everything good, more good will come than bad. But if you are one of those people who like to gloat and, you know, show off and things of that nature, I'm a big believer in karma. It'll come back and get you. So it's better to be a good sportsman than not. Yeah, I love that. And the word humble came out as well. And I think about various professional athletes out there and how finicky and how quick the dial can turn on someone who gets arrogant or cocky or – not humble, um, you know, and people can read that in that batting language. And, and again, I don't know that person personally, but how they're presented in that moment is our goal, helping them be better losers and better winners. Absolutely. Right. Um, gracious, as you said that. So thanks. Right. And, and staff need to know that that's our ass too, is like, it's, if you don't win, what are we taking away from that? Right. There's reflection opportunities. The orientations that we put together are meant to bring the team together because of all the staff that we hire, right? There's people coming from all different backgrounds and different skill levels and have coached different ages or have worked with kids or have just coached kids, you know, like, and our goal during that orientation process is to bring them together, right? So for, for the staff that are coming for that first time, they may be a little nervous you know <laughs> you maybe you were like as you said you were nervous but you met people and had some connections there you know what could you say to those staff 
that whether they're USA domestic, have worked the regular nine to five job, have weekends off and they're coming to camp or they're this international cruising over on the J1 visa, have heard great things. They're all coming to camp for the same experience, but from different backgrounds, different, you name it. And they all get this welcome from us. So we got some overwhelmed people. We got some nervous people. We have some extroverts. We got some introverts. What are some of the key things that you can suggest to, to help them kind of level that out? you know, when they're, when they're coming there for that first week? Well, for the biggest thing, I mean, I was nervous just being in a new atmosphere, but I wasn't nervous about what I could bring to the table. Be confident in who you are and what you bring. Like, if you know you're good, show it off. You know, like, don't not be me. There's a humility in there as well, but be confident. Mm -hmm. Show, show, you know, have that bravado of knowing what you're doing. Remember, you were hired for a reason. So when you were hired for a reason, when you get to your activity, you show that. The biggest thing on side of that is, growing a relationship with staff, whether that's talking when you're at the staff lounge or at lunch, just developing different friendships and relationships outside of it. And third and last would be the kids. Don't forget who we're mostly here for and why we have jobs to begin with. Like you're there for the kids. So whether it's at the activity or outside of the activity, build relationships with these kids, man, because that will, you know, be the biggest influence on them. Cause you know, losing is a lesson, right? And these kids, We'll understand that eventually as time goes on. We all want to win, but you learn your biggest lessons from losing. And when they lose camp at the end of the summer, they realize like, wow, this person was so impactful to me on my development as a human or who I was. I look forward to coming back to camp because of this counselor or whatever the case may be. So whether they believe it or not, they'll learn so much from losing and losing a person, losing camp, whatever it is, losing a game, you learn from it. So just make that friendship and that camaraderie with the kids, the staff, and be who you are and remember why you were hired. Show that show that side of you when you're on your activity. Give 100% and command the room, and camp will be a blessing for you. Trust me when I believe that. Amazing, amazing. So and the, the great part is without any of you, and when I say any of the, the year-round team that we work to hire the staff and put these things together and put not just the summer experience, but any if there's groups that are listening to this that are joining us for a retreat or anything, the staff are connected to one another. They're developed. There's a training. There's an orientation. There's information. And then there's spaces to engage each other outside, mm-hmm. which then circles back to being more than just Nico basketball, more, yep. than, more than just Marco PT. Yep. And growing that connection with people Nico, that we never would have connected. Exactly. Molly, Ricardo, yourself, everyone I speak to talks about the relationships that form at camp and circling back. I don't think anyone's ever, you know, kind of said it as well as you did there that they lose the summer, Mm -hmm. but they don't realize that. I love that, that, that sort of look on it because they do. They don't necessarily appreciate what they have sometimes because it's there Mm -hmm. and then camp's gone. And then as a returner, when you come back, they're like, Nico, yeah, oh, I yeah. miss you so much. You you get that when they're going on the bus and tears are starting to come up. And you're like, why are these kids crying? I thought they hated me at basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not hate you, mm-hmm. but they're like, they're always complaining about, you know, me talking too hard. Yep, or, you yep, know? <laughs> yep, yep. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. But that loss, and, and I think that's also because it is only for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Even though seven weeks sounds like a long period of time, that's the time the kids are there. And through that time, I guess this is kind of one of my, the fun questions. Basketball obviously is something you love, but are there, have there been other moments? Cause I think Olympics, I think sing, I think 
Friday night campfires. I, for me, I was, I was talking about, I was like, if I can just sit at the lake for, for 10 minutes, right around sunset, you know, just catch as the kids are paddling. There's just a, a mindfulness reflection time that of, I love doing everything. You know me, I'm buzz, buzz, buzz. Mm-hmm. But that is a moment of calm for me that I can reflect and say, what a day I had. Yeah. You know, are there special places or special moments or, or times that, you know, during that summer that you just look forward to um, or can reflect on saying it's not always the same time, but it there's this common denominator in that experience. And that's what makes camp one of the reasons uh, that I keep coming back. My biggest one, I said it before, is diversity of the staff members. I love who I work with and, you know, everybody, the family belonging. And you meet people at camp who become friends that you, you know, you, if you didn't go to camp, you might have never met them or been to that place ever. Like, never. I probably would never went to Scotland until I met certain people from camp, right? So you always hear it's cold. You don't want to go. So that's one. At camp, I think the best thing for me is going to see things that I'm not good at that I really appreciate. Like, I don't get yeah. to do I didn't get to do it as much when I was basketball, I will take full advantage now that I'm athletic director, but arts and crafts, like I love art, but I stink at it. So like getting to go into the art room and watch kids outside of basketball, do things, be creative with art and Legos and things of that nature, which is awesome. I'm coming to watch you run survivor. Like, I think that's amazing to me. Like I can't swim, you know, I've never been a very waterfront person, but I appreciate waterfront stuff. So to be there to engage and see the kids in that atmosphere outside of basketball, Anything yeah. like that, I think, is amazing. I'm watching Ricardo when he was at flag football. I watch Dave at music. Like, just watch the kids in different elements outside of what I do and seeing people who are their special talent, showcasing it to the kids. And it's like you have an appreciation. Like, wow, this is sick. I'm I'm in an amazing place, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think even within that, and was it was it last summer was the first time you and Ricardo came up and you were like, man, this is what's going on up here? Or was it the summer? I can remember it was the summer before this summer. But you're like, this stuff's crazy. They're standing on stumps. Like, if you don't know, if mm-hmm. you don't have that mm-hmm. opportunity to experience yeah. or ask what other people are doing, uh, you can kind of miss out because we are so inviting. Yeah. You know, if you want to climb a wall and you're a basketball specialist, just pop down on your period off and say, do you mind if I, I hop in after the kid? Sure. Be like, we we want to share that camp experience Absolutely. with people. Absolutely. And I, I love the humility too, because I will go down, I've been down to ceramics a couple of times. I still can't do that wheel. Exactly. I still can't pull. Exactly. Like, it's like, <laughs> you, try, you try hard and some people really get it. And then when you try it, it's like, how come it's not as easy and graceful? But you start to realize like, yeah. that's their talent, you know, and that's, you could appreciate that's it. That's their you talent. Know, you could appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Nico, the infection that I'm feeling is not a a bad one. It is just an energy, you know, and I think camp, you know, you can get like this buzz, you know, and that can scare people a little bit because it'd be overwhelming because we're so welcoming at first. Mm -hmm. And I think I want to just make sure people understand that the energy that you feel when you first get there. Um, is absolutely one please of inclusion and inviting. And if it ever feels too intense, you know, seek out Nico, <laughs> seek out your team leader and let them know like, wait, I'm a little overwhelmed. But the invitation to just observe, mm-hmm. you know, speaking to Ricardo about this is sometimes people are a little like you are incredibly outgoing, introducing yourself, um, extrovert, yeah, right? Yeah. So to the, to the introvert, to the, the basketball specialist, uh, the lacrosse specialist that really knows their stuff, but is nervous, you know, giving them that permission to be like, take your time, but also embrace that. Mm-hmm. This is a space where you can 
be a goofball at the campfire. You know, like you're saying there, I think this is where I'm circling back to that, that piece about going somewhere and not getting it right, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, and being okay with that. How important is that to not only the, the adults but to the campers? I mean, I to me, I'll tell people who are quiet. This is the biggest takeaway. Honestly, is like it's okay to be quiet. It's okay to be in a shell, but the kids will break you out of it fast. Cause you know, kids are kids. They're gonna test your limits. They're gonna see what they could get away with. And if you're quiet, they're gonna push more buttons than not. So it's better to show that you know what you're doing and put on a, I'll say like a, a tough toughness about you where it's like, you want them to understand like, all right, you're soft-spoken, but when it comes to my activity, I don't play around, right? It's okay to be quiet. It's okay to be shy. It's okay to be nervous. Like we all go through those in different variations, but when you come to your activity, you're no toler, you know, no nonsense, no toleration of the, of the yep. goofiness. And when you, you know, if you know me, when you get to know me, I'm the goofiest person you'll ever meet. I'm very funny. Yeah. I joke around all the time. I'm outgoing. I'll talk to a wall. But when I like to be alone, I yeah. like to be alone. That's just who I am. So, but yeah. when I'm in my activity, it's all it's all business. Like we're here for a short minutes of time, or periods of 40, 45 minutes. We gotta get we gotta take care of business. Once business is over, we could go back to joking and having a wonderful time together, you know, yeah. whatever the case may be. But during that duration, you got to let them know this is what it is. We could be friends and joke for after, even during it, during water breaks or whatever, we could do it. But when we're here to have a lesson, we're here to have a lesson. And they'll respect you so much more in longevity after that. Right. So introvert or extrovert, there's still this job to do. Yep. And we're going to support you in that. And this is your opportunity because, you know, in reality, particularly if it's your first year, your voice is important. Right. And it doesn't mean that you have to be at the, the talent show, mm -hmm. you know, giving off, but you're still commanding that area, which, which I appreciate, you know, within that. So with regards to, you know, looking forward to the season, um, you know, things that, that are coming up, you know, I, I think the groundhog saw his shadow or something. <laughs> so he ran away. Uh, but more sunny days are ahead. Summer's almost here. What what are some of the things that you're most excited for for this season, you know, um, with regards to the athletics or beyond? Uh, for athletics, I'm excited to uh, be able to be a bigger part of it. Uh, myself and John have been working diligently on trying to make sure everybody feels welcome and together. Uh, a couple years ago, we lost Alan Simmel, you know, from that position. And I feel like since then, it's just been it's been tough, you know, athletics has just been, you know, people, there was nobody there full time. So it was hard to get there during seven mm -hmm. weeks and put it together. So now that John and I are trying to, you know, put it back, piece it back together the right way and how it needs to be, I think it'll be a smoother transition. What I love is I'll be able to connect more with the staff too. Like I got along with them by talking to them, but now hiring them and bringing them in, I feel like I'll have a better connection yeah. with them. So that's going to be amazing and getting to help them at their activities. Like now I could be there more, you know, like not being when I was at basketball, I had to be at basketball. Now I could support people at flag football, at lacrosse, at baseball and give them that way of confidence, you know, like that extra support, which I think they need, which will be helpful. And just knowing that I'm not looking as a critique, I'm looking at it as a, a family member, a big brother, you know, like that kind of says where they feel a sense of security with me rather than, oh, shoot, my supervisor's here watching over my shoulder. I got to be sharp. It's more like, okay, he's here to help me out, make sure I'm not uneasy, make sure nothing bad happens, that kind of thing. So I think athletics will be better than ever this year. And myself and John have been making it a, a strong effort to do that. And, you know, with the pieces we have coming back too, with Peter and Beth and Everybody, I, you know, Chris, it's just going to be an amazing year. And just knowing that we have everybody 
on the same page is just a blessing altogether to start with too. Yeah, and, and shout out, and you spoke it because you know one of the things is when we restructure, and, and people don't know this, is that every year Camp IT looks to say what can we do better, where are those challenges, and and the structure of the year-round team saying is this represented, and we are well ahead of what we normally would be. We are presenting information, we're getting the staff communicated and connected to the area leaders. That's our goal, and hopefully people see that, parents, families, anyone's doing that, so that we can bring better versions. I love how you said, when I show up, <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's almost like you're, you're asking them not to be nervous, and sometimes mm-hmm, they are. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, remember, Nico, you said it, we're here to coach you up. We're here to give you skills. I, myself, am always learning. I, I, I tell people this. I continually, I, I, you know, I've been doing this for a while. You've been doing this for a while. If we stop learning, we stop growing, yeah. right? Yeah. So being open, how to work with this kid or this style or this group or, mm-hmm. oh, here's this, t-. like, we want to talk about this, but also we want to give you what has worked and here's some ways to work with that. And that's what we as area directors are excited to, you know, Absolutely. share with, with our trainings and Absolutely. even the orientation of, of having a full, you know, four days with, with the athletic staff to mm-hmm. just talk oh, about everything and teaching, yep. you know, and, um, and, and for the, any other returners listening to this, that that's different. We kind of pieced it in, you know, played Tetris with it. And now we know that we want to do it a little differently, Absolutely. you know, and, and we're, that'll be successful. Our, our goal this year so. is that we want the people to just focus on the kids and let loose and be themselves and get out of that, like, nervous shell. Like, there's nothing to be nervous about. You know, have fun. It's going. We're going to support you. And, you know, John is a goofball just like I am. So you got two two people <laughs> who are, like, very much, you know, all about the jokes, but also want to see the work get done for the kids and for the betterment of camp too. Yeah. So it's going to be an amazing year. Love it. Oh man. Oh man. Well, Nico, thank you so much for taking the time to, as I mentioned at the beginning, sit around my virtual campfire, talking about our dreams and our experiences and stuff like that. Look forward to actually being at a campfire. Absolutely. With you if I'd known, I would have worn my shirt. I would have worn my campfire shirt if I'd have known. Man. Your campfire shirt. That's right. We'll be there making some more soon. Yes, sir. Enough. Yes, sir. I look forward um, to it, man. So, Awesome. Well, thank you again. And to all the listeners, thanks for listening. And we'll see you at camp. Thank you for listening, everybody. Appreciate you. Can't wait to see you in the summertime.